Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you for joining us on this beautiful day. I am joined by none other than Shabazz. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And Daniel. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Podcast. How's everyone doing this fine day? This fine Sunday? I'm tired, man. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like I haven't been able to sleep at all in the last two weeks because I'm expecting Avengers tickets to go on sale. They're and trolling you. They're trolling me, man. Like they're updating things small on the website. They changed the synopsis. They added posters. I'm a wreck. They removed the character out of the character. I'm a wreck. Yeah. I literally like I just wake up every morning in a cold sweat, thinking that I've missed it. I've had nightmares. I am talking to a therapist. I probably should. If Cineplex is listening to this podcast, um, just let us know. Like, give us the insights just, to when the tickets are dropping, know, so when Daniel can go to sleep. I just, I just want to sleep. You know, the Russos actually tweeted this week that they uh, finished the score with Alan Silvestri. So hopefully that brings us one step closer. Maybe I don't know. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know until I get a good night's sleep. Yeah. But other than that, I'm great. Thank you. Cool. Jay. Uh, I'm also good. Haven't slept in a while, too. I've been busy with work and uh, playing a lot of the Division 2. Yeah, great game, which yeah. is also getting a movie uh, adaptation down the road. Really? Yeah, yeah, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, and I think Jessica Chastain as well, yeah, too. Yeah, and we'll, part see, of it. we'll see if this That's actually pans out. ever gets made. If it ever gets made. Yeah, but a really fun game. Cool. Um, as always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, head over to thistimewith.com slash talk. He did it. He did it. I he got it right. He did it, guys. He got it right. So cool. beautiful. So our topic this week is yeah. going to be about movies or TV shows that are animated that we want to see get the live action treatment. That's going to be a bit later on in the episode. But first, since Anthony brought up that fine website that we have, I think we should uh, let's head do some questions. Mailbag, yeah. Let's do it. So why don't we start off with the first question, Shade. Mm-hmm. Do you mind reading it? I don't mind reading it at all, actually. Uh, this is from Led Dent. Led, Led Dent? Led Dent, yeah. Led, Led Dent. Dent. Not sure what this is, but you yeah. know what? Thank, thank you for you. the question. Thank you for yeah. the question. Yeah. Actually, a great question, too. What is your favorite comic book slash graphic novel storyline, and who would you want it to be directed slash produced slash composed by TV slash film? Cool. Mm. I know we, we probably talk a lot about comic books and storylines. And yes. A few episodes back, we had our Batman pitch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great episode if you want to go back and listen to that. But um, trying to steer away from Batman, uh, honestly, I would love to see a, like a Superman Red Sun uh, adaptation. That's oh, why yeah. I'm so excited for Brightburn to come out because yeah. it looks like it looks like that kind of movie where Superman lands in a different place than expected and he turns out to be evil instead of good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or Batman Beyond. If I'm going back to Batman, I just want to see Batman Beyond one day. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You can yeah. go back to Batman. Don't, hey, I don't couldn't. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Don't be afraid. How about you guys? Sure. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah go I'll, I'll go next. Mine, mine. Honestly, I'm not much of a uh, graphic novel or comic book reader, but I do appreciate their storylines. And one of the ones that I have read is Batman Hush. Yeah, fantastic yeah, that's one. A, yep. And it's that's a great it's, one. It's dark, and it's it's just got this complexity to it and there's a lot of characters in it but i think you could like trim out some of the characters if you were to make it into a film yep. if you do it as a tv show or a long film series or a tv series sorry i think you can add a lot more who would want to direct it that i you know what it almost didn't matter to me because i feel like there's a lot of competent directors out there if i wanted to kind of give it to someone that was um really scary i think the director for like hereditary i, I oh my god on his name <laughs> that'd but, be terrifying uh, it's like ari something uh, I'd love for him to do it just because he was 
just very creepy the way he he captures shots. And a lot of horror movie directors they know how to pace the scene. Ari Aster, that's his name. That's it. Um, and who I want to compose it would be Ludwig. Oh, from, uh, not 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 Ludwig Beethoven. Yeah, no, but, uh, Gorg- uh, Gorgonson. Gorgonson, yeah. yeah, from uh, Black Panther and Community and just Childish Gambino. Yeah, he's cool. a, there's actually a Batman Hush animated adaptation coming out this year. Is it? There this is, year? yeah. So that's coming out later. I'm not too sure which date, but sometime later this year. Mm. I think Sam Liu, uh, Liu is directing it. Oh, he did uh, the... Uh, he, was it Batman? He, and Batman? No, he's Robin done the majority Sons? of the yeah. Batman. Uh, the, sorry, Him and the DC. Olivia, yes. Yeah, he's done the majority Olivia of them. the most of them. Yeah. How about you, Anthony? Um, so I'm on the same Batman train. Yeah, we can't escape it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's so many good well, stories. When I think of graphic novels, I always go to Batman. Really, yeah. Batman started the whole genre of graphic novels. Yeah, with with, with superheroes, right? With, like, you guys those... know the book that started the whole thing? Batman Year One. No, no. no. Tell which me one? which one. Tell us. Dark Knight. Returns. Oh my really? god, Frank that's Miller. a great yeah, and the thing that's already had a fantastic like the animated film. yeah, the animated film is the amazing film yeah, is great. and of course heavily inspired Batman versus Superman and everything yeah. as well too. That's come yeah. after that was Jay right? Olivia as well with that directed yeah. that too. Yeah, so um, I probably so yeah, Dark Knight Returns, my pick for film graphic novel that I would like to see on the big screen, uh, directed by Villeneuve. Because I feel like he would be committed to giving us the experience that that book and even the animated series uh, gave us. He'd be super authentic about it. Oh my god, yeah, he'd he'd be amazing for it. I just it would be a give him anything. I would do it in three movies, just like the first plot, the second second plot, and the third plot. I'm not gonna give you give away the plots. I want you guys to read the book if you haven't. But yeah, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. There's a lot. The animated was two films. Yeah. And it was great. And it was it, so well it done. It was so well done. But yes, that would be harder to do in live action. I think with live action, three like a trilogy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's a great question. Thanks yeah. so much, Led Dent. For that question. Led Dent, Harvey Dent. Maybe it's Harvey oh Dent. Oh my God. Yeah. What if it is Harvey Dent? <laughs> that's the twist. That's uh, the twist. <laughs> we also have another question from Asha, yeah. a friend of the show as well, too. Friend of the show. Yeah. So the question is, what is a movie you go back to and watch that always wows you in terms of cinematography? Who would like to go first? Um, I can, I can, I can go start first. Start us so off, Shay. Start us off. There, there, start us off. Start. I'm sorry. This is my Sean Connery uh, There's a lot of films that I, I kind of went through my list and said, "Oh my god, yeah, this movie has amazing cinematography." And I, every time I go back and watch it, I'm blown away. And I, and I hate to always bring it back to superhero films or comic book films, but when I, when I watch Man of Steel, Larry Fong in that film captures such amazing moments and the the scenes that i refer to that always surprise me or blow my mind are right when it's young clark in the classroom and he's freaking out learning about his powers Mm -hmm. those scenes look Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing Um, if i were to go down the path of a non-comic book film titanic really yeah it's got such amazing and it's got such uh for, oh, that, that, oh, for Man of Steel, yeah. Man of Steel wasn't Larry Fong? No, Batman vs. Superman was Larry Fong. Oh, yeah. my apologies. Sorry for the quick correction No, no, there. thank you. Thank you so much for the correction. That's my apologies. I thought it was Larry Fong. Hey, Larry, if you're listening out there, I love your work still in yeah. Batman vs. Superman. But uh, who was it for uh, Man of Steel? Uh, and Man of Steel was Amir uh, Mokri? I, I don't know him that well. Uh, him and I don't go back. Larry and I do, though. Larry once replied to me on Twitter. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, he yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Cool. He's yeah. a good guy. Larry's He's a great, great guy. guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I look at like the Titanic. I look at Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which came out recently. That oh, has that stunning. one shot. Yep. With, and, and then even recently when I was watching um, uh, Children of Men. But those are great movies of cinematography. But ones that I would go back to are like Titanic, Always Blows My Mind, and right. Man of Steel, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, like there, there's a bunch like... 
I have, a, I have a whole list, by the way. It's, but it's, I just, I just kind of we can literally two. go off the whole show talking yeah. about this. But like, from when Asha wrote this, and I immediately thought of like Inception, oh, like yeah. Wally Fister is like Wally Fister, yeah. and every like Inception is a movie that I'll constantly go back and watch, and it's just always just stunning. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy 100%. as well too, fantastic cinematography, uh, cinematography throughout, and kind of to jump on Shay's Zack Snyder point, you know Zack Snyder is very love him or hate him, he's a very uh, visual, visual director. director, right? Yeah. Um, Larry Fong and his work with Watchmen, yeah. stunning movie. Oh my god, absolutely stunning movie. That movie's ten years old this month. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Even Batman vs Superman, he did amazing beautiful work. Yeah, too. beautiful, beautiful work. So you guys know how much I love cars. No, not at uh, all. Cars like Pixar cars? No, no, like the the oh, vehicle. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah. You drive yeah. in when you oh like vehicles. Oh, yes, vehicles. Yes. Automobiles. Automobiles. Yeah. Let me just write I, that down. So, okay. in terms of cinematography, my favorite is Fast and Furious one, two, three, four, five, and six. Really? No, I okay. was I was so I was... close to erasing my computer. <laughs> Ed, no. Anthony was very believable when he said that. Is it but... the blacktop film? I don't know. I'm guessing you you told me that so, there's going to be some movie I would This guess. film came out in 1966. Okay. Um, I came across it when I was watching. I had like, I was one day just coming across Turner Classic Movies. Is it and Steve, then, Steve McQueen? It's not Steve McQueen. Damn. Is it Tulane Blacktop? Nope. Oh, okay. Then what is it? So the movie's called. <laughs> Why are we yelling at him? I don't know. I'm Grand so Prix. Okay. Ah, is it French? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's directed by John Frankenheimer. Okay. Um, 1966. The movie is essentially a formula one movie um stars i think james garner yes. cinematography by lionel linda lindon okay um so he created a really cool camera system where he took the camera head put it on an f1 vehicle so like we're this. talking about yes uh we're i think it was this i don't know how big cameras were at that time but they were pretty large and they mm. put it on a mechanical head that swiveled it was created by NASA. Wow. Which was really, really cool. The scenes in this movie are absolutely stunning. Like the depth of field that they got from this camera, this whole camera system is phenomenal. I encourage you guys to just go watch even the first scene, which is a Monaco Grand Prix race. You think it was shot like this day, like That's really modern cool. times. Well, it's funny you say that because I'm looking at uh, a couple of images from the film and the images alone, like these stills are fantastic yeah i always oh, love man. when uh i always love when directors have to like almost innovate and in, innovate and do it themselves like we saw that with james, james cameron. cameron obviously yeah. with avatar and with titanic um imax you know shout out imax is a canadian mm-hmm. company even when we look at the mission impossible fallout mission impossible fallout what they do with cameras what christopher nolan does with imax cameras yeah. like and like they're not small things. You could only shoot These eight minutes heavy. at a time, right? But it's it's crazy. It's like 1966, and That's the footage amazing. that you're watching, you're like, oh, this is something that you would get nowadays, right? But um, they had a technical advisor, which was Carol Shelby. You guys knew who Car- yeah, Carol Shelby yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. right? So Carol Shelby, the guy who created Shelby, like the Cobra yeah, and the yes, GT500. Yes. So he was technical advisor on this movie, which was really, really cool. That's cool. And he helped create the system, which created this, these amazing shots. That's kind of cool. almost reminds me you too of a little bit of uh, Howard Hughes. Yes. It's only because the aviator was on yeah. uh, earlier. And I was like, oh, yeah. Back when uh, he was making his own yes. movies. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very cool. Asha, Very thank you so much for the yeah. question. That was a great question. Please keep sending them in. Um, also, really quickly, before we jump into the news, sorry to jump in here, guys. Jump in. Um, we have the time codes for everything we talk about in the episode in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to jump ahead, if you want to jump to the topic of the show or jump to a specific topic, 
go through the show notes. I We have it all written out there for you, so you could just jump right to that if cool. you don't want to hear us. If cool. you don't want to hear what we talked about, like if you don't want to hear Ash's question or Led Den's question, right? Because you're like, I don't like questions, right? Because I ain't being questioned. Hundred percent. Move on. This isn't an interrogation. No, right? We're not here to question you. Not at all. But yeah, if you want to, options there. Options cool. there. And let's continue. Cool. Yeah. So um, for news, we have um, our first topic or first news article is John David Washington, Elizabeth Debicki, and Robert Pattinson join Christopher Nolan's next film. And this was brought to you by Justin Kroll from Variety. Yes. What do you guys think? That's huge. Um, so Robert Pattinson coming back and doing a Nolan film. At, like, I mean, because he's been... Robert Pattinson kind of has been in this place of indie random films, right? indie films. I mean, yeah, he did that, that film... A good time. Good, a good time. Yeah, which, which was apparently was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Though. And haven't then seen it yet. High Life. Yes. Yeah. High Life. Yeah. That's a Cronenberg movie, right? Yeah. You're right. No, it's no. Not. Uh, it's an. Uh, sorry, there's another movie he did with David Cronenberg. That was uh, Cosmopol- Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Yeah. That was a couple years ago. Right. Yeah. So it's nice to see that he's not coming back and he's doing a Nolan film. Yeah. Like if you're doing a Nolan film, you're, you're good. Yeah. And look at like John David Washington, like to be. And a Nolan film as well, too, you know, yeah. coming off Black Klansman, coming off. I forget the movie he did before that as well, too, but he's awesome. Like, he, yeah. like, there was a, there was a rumor going around, like, people, like, speculating that what if this is a secret Green Lantern movie no. and Robert Batson is Hal Jordan and <laughs> no, no, Washington's no. uh, John Stewart? I'm like, I don't think so. That's a, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think so. And Elizabeth Debicki, you'll, you'll remember from um, The Night Manager. Yeah, and, and she was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. She was, too. Aisha, yeah. Yep. I right. met her at TIFF. She's very, really? very tall. Yes. Yeah, she tall looks woman. tall. Yeah. 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 Uh, Rush. She's in Rush as well, too. The Ron Howard movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth and oh, yeah. Daniel oh, uh, yeah. Rule as well. Okay. Yeah, she's great in that. She's yeah, very good nice, in that. Very cool. Good. Yeah, so quick one. I mean, it's this week wasn't too uh, crazy with news stories. Yes. No, no. Yeah. And I mean, we know nothing about this film yet, other yeah. than people keep saying it's an event film. Yeah. We also don't know what that means either. Nope. Yeah. So, there uh, was the rumor of it being like a South by Southwest versus meets... North by North. North, 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 North by... <laughs> Not a musical. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, meets uh, Inception. Right. But apparently but, that yeah, was proved debunked. not to that be true. Debunked, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like a romance. That was right. debunked too. So, but there, I mean, was, there was one thing that was mentioned about it. It w- It is going to be an action blockbuster like i don't that, i don't i don't doubt, doubt that i don't doubt that at all that yeah. is that's what we officially know that yeah. it's an action blockbuster i'm ex- like honestly like nolan he hasn't disappointed me yet so we have to wait july 17th 2020 this comes out yeah. i'm happily to wait for it cool happily waiting you're, for you're it. happily to wait for happily it. to wait for it god damn put the tickets on sale please i'm waiting <laughs> cineplex please. he needs to sleep cineplex i need to buy the tickets um bill and ted Bill and Ted 3 begins production and sets 2020 release date. I know. I think it's going to compete with Nolan's movie for sure. <laughs> the same day? <laughs> it's actually the film that Nolan's working on. Oh, it he, might be. Yeah. It might be. That would be wicked. It's cool, it's cool to see this is happening, finally, yeah. you know, after all these years. I have a huge confession. I've never seen the Bill and Ted films. Me neither. Really? I, I've seen them. I just them. know of them. Yeah, so same. I had a, a, my music teacher, like, he actually introduced me to them because there was a class that, I guess it was a snow day or... Half the class wasn't there for some reason, so we put on Bill and Ted. And, and of course, Daniel went to class. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Sorry, I need my education, okay? Education. Uh, so yeah, so went to class, watched Bill and Ted, and I was like, I just fell in love with it. Because obviously, I knew who Keanu was already. Right. Keanu. Uh, but yeah, it was just it's a really fun movie. It's just such movies of their time. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see that. And what I love most about this is of how thankful 
they are to have the opportunity to make this right yeah right. i watched their little uh video about like you know thanking everybody and saying like oh it's because of the fans and that really made me want to go watch the original first two films um i've come across them just yeah. never committed to watching super campy them. super out there super silly but i imagine it's a good time. What's the premise of it? Like, what's what's they go? They have like I, I remember like a, a telephone booth. A I think telephone booth. Telephone they can booth go through time. They go back sort? in time and things yeah. like that. So basically, Bill and Ted they go throughout time. They meet these historical characters. They interact with events there. It's 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 super <laughs> silly, but it's it's such. But it a, sounds like fun. It's, it's such a fun time, and it's literally they're like they're in a band, so they're like if you think Keanu is like. Keanu, like this is where it comes from, <laughs> right? This like is his this is, true. This is this is his true self. Yeah, that's this is him at a hundred percent. Air guitar, Keanu. Air guitar. It is just it's just so fun. Give them a watch. They usually go on sale on iTunes all the time. They're so this one's fun. called Face the Music. Face the Music, and Wicked. it's picking up with them being their current age. So I'm glad it's not like a de aging thing. Oh or god, not, yeah. I don't think that I would have a budget for that. But yeah. it's just cool that like it's a cool that they have a story that they want to tell. So Do you know I'm, I'm who's down for uh, it. directing it yet though? I'm not too sure. Actually. Um, it is directed by Dean Parasot. Dean Parasot. Dean Parasot. I'm not too sure if he was the original director of them. I can. Uh, no, I can he wasn't. It. He wasn't. He wasn't. No. Okay. He's. Um, oh, he directed Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Galaxy so, like, Quest. A, he's fun. He's like yeah. he's quirky. Red. Yeah. Red two. That was his last. Red. Okay. Red two. Yeah, with Bruce Willis and Morgan yeah. Freeman. I actually really liked the first Red movie. I liked the first Red. The, I didn't watch the second. The one. second one was really forgettable for me. I saw it at a drive-in of all places. Okay. Um. <laughs> But the first ride I had a good time with. Cool. Let's move on to Disney's 21st Century Fox layoffs. It's finally, but it's finally done though. That, yeah. Uh, bittersweet, right? Bittersweet. Uh, this is brought to you by Paul Bond from the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been talking and being really excited about this finally happening. Us kind of selfishly being excited about X Men and Fantastic Four coming yeah. back to Disney, but there's a very real side where people are losing their jobs here and. Yeah. It's the massacre on what is it, Century Studios? 20th, 20th century, 20th, first century studios, right? Yeah, something like they're century getting rid of it. Yeah, um, a lot of things in the news story have been about this is mostly people like in the HR departments and things like that. They're so. like seniors, they're people who, yeah, yeah they're they've been there forever. Up, and people just, people don't know what's happening, I think, right yeah. now, which is what's crazy. And I mean, I'm super excited for Disney to have acquired 20th Century Fox because, as a fan of film and movies, like this is huge, but. The real and the reality of this is, yes, people will lose their jobs yeah. and there'll be this merger that occurs. And we don't even know how long any of this is going to take. Yeah. And and I just we hope for those who are affected, they're able to find work, obviously. And yeah. we hope that things are made clear to them of what's happening as well on both sides, because yeah. like the like this article from uh, like Paul is saying that. There are people on both sides, on the Fox side and Disney side, that don't really know what's happening as much, right? Yeah. And it's estimated right now; it's around three three thousand people predicted, but yeah. um, it could be anywhere between four and ten thousand people let go, yeah. right? So they've already axed a division like Fox yeah. two thousand. Has been, is, been uh, really? kind of, yeah. So that, oh. yeah, Fox two thousand. That's the one. That's the one's been that was gone, eh? It's all ended gone. already. R.I.P. So those are the guys who brought you. Um, uh, what's the movie? The one with the terminally, terminally ill kid. With Miles Teller and uh, Thing, right? Uh, with Shailene, be, Shailene, fa- fault beyond. A Fault in Our Stars. Fault in Our no, Stars. No, that's with uh, Shailene Woodley, right? Yes. Yes, that's the one. And so, they yeah. also did uh, Hidden Figures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, the, it's, it's a pretty prominent studio, but I mean like, yeah, I mean this, again, this is, this is, the sad side of they knew. Uh, these, they this knew thing happening, right? In happen. case you're wondering, just they, to happen, they, right? they are hiring though. 
Oh, actually, no, zero, zero results found. Okay. So we are firing. They're, they're actually firing that, wow. it says. Um, but yeah, to, to all those affected, if you are, if you have come across our podcast, we wish you all the best and yeah. good luck. Because I mean, Bounce it's, back. It's, it's a hard talent, but the nice thing about the movie industry is that hopefully there are a lot of people that will kind of signal blast this across Twitter when things like this happen. And it, it, we see it in like with video games too, like when, yeah. whenever video game studios shut down or there is a, you know, closing and it happens so often with video game studios. It's like almost every week. There's that big signal blast that goes out that says, hey, we're hiring, we're hiring. Yeah. And, I, and I truly hope that other film studios see this as a sign to call these people over because there's there's some talent at there's these, talent here there's for talent sure. there there's literally people who've brought in billions and yeah. billions yeah. of dollars for 100%. these guys so. so bring them over and it'd be amazing if disney could bring them on but i understand the logistics of it it's not possible right right so let's see let's just see what happens yeah. all the yeah. best to them box office recap so, yeah what do yeah. we got so we, we we watched so we watched two films this week by yeah. the way uh we saw us and we saw shazam yeah so us really has hit theaters. Shazam hits theaters in about two weeks. Two or, weeks, yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's. Uh, but I mean, us is killing it. Us like, is killing it. So yeah. the box. The, sorry, the the box. The the, bo- <laughs> the budget for us was twenty million dollars. Yeah. And this weekend, it made seventy point three million in its first weekend. Yeah, it did. So Jordan Peele got their money. Got his money back. He got I his mean, money he back. Was, yeah. He was gonna pull in no matter what. I mean, yeah. like, off the success of Get Out. You're gonna make money on your second film, even if let's just say hypothetically this movie was like bombing in terms of its reviews. Reviews, right? It would still do relatively well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, actually, of all places, Alamo uh, Drafthouse actually tweeted out earlier today that uh, it's in with us opening is in within their 20, 20 busiest Fridays of all time. Wow. Really? Cool. Yeah, and it's cool to see that because like that's usually stats that only superhero movies and big action movies could get, right? But yeah. it's it's great to see this moving well, like original movies. I love seeing them perform well, right? Because it yeah. gives us hope for movies that hopefully we want to make one day, yeah. right? So, so good on Jordan Peele. Let's, let's like, talk about our thoughts on us. What yeah. did you? What did you guys think? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. What, yeah. what was it about it that you liked? I liked its originality. It's something that I've never seen on the screen. And I was telling Shay, I was like, my eyes were glued to that screen. Yeah. For how how long is it? Two and a half hours. Two an two hour, hour forty, I think. Wow. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I was over on that time. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> three it felt, hours so it felt too long minutes? to you, what you're trying to say. No, no, <laughs> I, it was just it truth comes out. Yeah. Truth I don't comes think out. it's like the greatest movie of all time. But right. I would, I actually like this more than Get Out. Get out. For sure. Yeah. Really? Because I really like, I liked Lupita's character. Yes. She and was the love. standout for sure. Yeah. She was the standout for sure. Yeah. And we have a review up there on youtube.com slash this time with. Yes. You so can catch that as well to hear uh, Daniel and I's thoughts as well. But Daniel, to give our viewers, our listeners, sir. Right. What did you think? Uh, for me, myself, again, like like Anthony, I, I did enjoy this movie. I think the first half is definitely stronger mm-hmm. than the second half. I think the hard thing with horror movies is that um, when it sets up a bunch of questions, when it gives you gives you those answers, sometimes like it's not what you anticipate, right? And right. I think the biggest I don't even want to say problem, but thing for me about us is that the the answers that it gives us, it doesn't really it almost raises more questions, right? And I love mm. that when we all we saw this movie, the three of us together, um, we all kind of sat outside the theater and just kind of discussed it, try to yeah. process it and break it down, which yeah. I really love that we did that. Um, but I don't like when a movie kind of makes me question its logic almost. it's logic and like the world that it's set up um there are some instances of that but like anthony was saying lupita in this movie is fantastic 
She's pulling double duty in this you film. You think right? she'll yeah. get nominated? I think for, so. Yeah, I honestly I hope th- so. If Daniel Kaluuya got nominated for Get Out, yeah, I think her performance in this alone like blows blows yeah. it away. Yeah, it just sucks when films come out this early in the year. They get so forgotten when yeah. it comes to Oscar time. Right. That like for example, like to me, James McAvoy not getting nominated for Split. Right. Is it's that's, criminal. That's, that's, it, a, that's it's a robbery. Criminal. He was so amazing in that. And then he comes in glass and does it again with right. even more characters. Yeah. Like that should have been a nomination too. He played multiple characters. Why do you think he's not nominated? Is it because of it's it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie or is it a a comic book movie? What like what do you why do you think he wouldn't Well Split was more horror, right? Like, right. It, it was like it was never like targeted as oh, it's an unbreakable sequel. So why he wasn't nominated, I did the studio not bet on him? Is that what it was? Like, mm. don't they have to vouch for nominations? Is right. that what they They definitely, right. they definitely have to uh, promote and right. really try and gather the votes for it. Right. right. The, the Academy is over what eight thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that to this day, it's still that horror movies aren't recognized at the Oscars rarely. Right. Um, I'm blanking on her name right now, but in Hereditary, um, the main actress. Tony Collette. Yes, that was a huge outcry this year that, that was, she wasn't was quick, nominated. Though, right. For, that was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. That was. That was. Thank yeah. you. Um, there was a huge outcry that she wasn't nominated, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Hereditary, but from what the trailers I've seen and from the clips I've seen of it, her performance looks fantastic. Right. And it it's was. Like, and she wasn't even nominated. So I just think it's the way horror movies are right now that I just don't think they get the attention that they deserve, even when there are brilliant performances in it, you know? And especially in a horror movie, there are a range of emotions you have to feel, right? I don't know. It's silly. I always think it's silly that like movies like that and like superhero films, they they always get forgotten. Even comedies, they get forgotten sometimes too. When it comes to nomination time, it's right. just like, oh, we want the period piece, we want the the really dramatic film, yeah, and then that maybe that one action kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, I just think it's just a reality of the way people what people consider an Oscar movie, mm-hmm. right? Like. When when you look at a movie like Roma or you look at a movie like Black Panther, both are nominated for Best Picture. But if you had to choose which one feels more like the Oscar movie, it's Roma. Yeah. At least in at least that's what I've been kind of conditioned to yes. believe, right? Well, you could literally it's built for the Oscars, right? Right. So it's it's just it's just funny. That's just kind of how this system has been up to now. So that's why I think we tend to lean this way. But mm-hmm. I think come award season next year. I don't think Jordan Peele and Lupita will be forgotten. I hope not. I don't think so. And even though I kind of left the movie, and I know, Shay, you didn't really give your thoughts on it too much yet. Do you um, want me to? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> no. Before I, before I Do say Do you want to finish so. your thoughts still? No, I was going to no. say, even though I didn't come away from it loving it as much as I wanted to, yes. I would still go see Jordan Peele, uh, another Jordan Peele movie in theaters. Easy. And yeah. more movies like this in theaters in general, because originality always wins for me. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's a big swing and a miss, this movie was not that bad. No, 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 no. Um, in the worst case scenario, I'm saying with the movie, if it, at least if it's going for the fences of being original, I'm there. I'm here because we it. need movies like give that. me, give me yeah. films, like, give me yeah. more movies like Us, give me more movies like Get Out, give me more movies that make me think and make me, I guess, go against the status quo sometimes. Because I, I enjoyed the first half of Us just like you did, Daniel. Second half had me questioning a lot more things than I should have. But at the end of the day. I'm so thankful that that movie came out. Definitely. Because it, again, it pushes that envelope, pushes that boundary of like, yes, we can get more original films out there, whether it makes sense to us or not. And I mean, making a movie at $20 million at least gives Jordan Peele some legroom to kind of, you know, this is my movie. I can make it the way I want to. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's show, bringing that money. He's so making he's, that guap, you yeah. know? And it's cool to see, like, he was being interviewed, like, about uh, on the red carpet of... Uh, 
us, mm-hmm. sorry. And he was saying that he wasn't as worried this time around because he wasn't sure if he could get get out made. Mm-hmm. When us came around, he said, I wasn't feeling that because I I knew people were going to be able to make this movie after I made Get Out. Exactly. Which is right. cool to see. So I'm hoping he continues. He's not going away, obviously. I no, feel like no. every week we spoke about him too with Twilight Zone and everything he has going on. So Do you think we're going to get another horror film from him or not something else? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. Like, Cause I, don't I mean, know. I don't know if Us is a horror film to me. I mean, we talked about that as well a little bit. It's it's got some notes of horror, but especially so would, the first. What would half. you consider it like a thriller or thriller? suspense? Yeah, I say like thriller? suspense thriller. Yeah, yeah. Suspense thriller. Uh, I mean, the first the first half is definitely set up as a thrill as a horror, horror movie. Yes, definitely is. Um, and then it turns more into a psychological thriller. Definitely, yes, definitely. with the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Let's but move yeah. on to trailers. Let's what a week for trailers. trailers. We got a lot of trailers this week. Oh, yeah. Toy Story 4, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Parabellum. Uh, Unicorn Store, Dora the Lost City of Gold. Yep. And what, what was the last two? Uh, Lucy in the Sky oh, yes. and the last Black Man in San Francisco. I think we should just make our way down from the top, honestly. Yeah. Let's but, do it. Let's do it. Uh, Toy Story 4. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't all start at once. I'm okay, sorry, maybe guys. Let's, let's have one word. One word that represent it, represents that trailer. Interesting. Happy. Underwhelming. Okay. Damn. Do we so do in, we get in, to follow up? Interesting a bit is here? interesting is too yeah. much of a cop out though. It is because I always say it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, like, what does that mean? It's uh, overwhelming for me. I'll be honest. So you said underwhelming. Under. I, I think underwhelming and overwhelming kind of go hand in hand with this one right. because the animation was overwhelming. How beautiful it was. Right. Do you just want me to not give a word, man? Like, no, because <laughs> you're, you're like right now you're sucking it. I'm, I'm sucking. You're sucking a microphone for some reason. Um, nervous. I'll say nervous. Yeah, yeah, I like that. One. Is that is that one better? Much this, better. One. Are you nervous because you think this movie would kind of be the the poor the we'll say the not the as the same quality right the others i mean of all like we love pixar uh, like like speaking for myself right now i know we we all we like pixar but for we me do. for myself it's pixar was my childhood this my childhood i love right. it i watch those movies over and over and over i wore out those cassettes right right um toy story every sequel has almost been better than the the last one toy story 3 ended in such a perfect spot and we've you know we've gotten the TV specials which didn't do too much for me. Yeah, they're they're fine. They don't do any damage either though. They That's don't the do thing. any damage because no. they're very much side stories. But they're very forgettable. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is now a numbered sequel to Toy Story Three, and that's what makes me feel nervous because it's like these are now taking these characters and evolving them into something else. Right. Right. This is like the the sequel. But aren't you happy to see them? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I guess that's what I want. You I'm guys still to, so happy. Like here's the, it's a, an adventure. It's toys. It's, I want to see them though. I want to see right? this movie, and I want it. But the thing is, from what I'm seeing, I'm not loving it. And here's the thing: if if this was Toy Story Four, cool, I'm totally down for it. If this was any other trailer or any other film story or whatever it was. I'm so, so down for it. Right. But it's just what I'm actually seeing is what's upsetting me or not upsetting me, but making me nervous. Yeah. It's just this. Or underwhelming you. Underwhelming me. How dare you use my word. How dare you overwhelm me with that word. <laughs> um, but it's just like, like they fall onto the truck and then it's, it's, like, it's, it's You're almost getting vibes of like, okay, that's Toy Story 1. That's yeah. toy, This part is Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're finding the lost toy. Now it's like. And so Bo comes back. And then right. Says, and then it's like the animation I, is unreal. I, and then, I, yeah. yeah. I think it's almost just the trailer itself. Yes. Like I think once we see this movie, we're going to be like, I'm I'm upset we were ever nervous upset. or underwhelmed about I'm, it. I'm excited or for excited Forky. For yeah. Oh, and he's going to change his things when he sees it. Forky is I love him. 
I love that character. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be super. It's so funny in the smart. Movie. It's like, oh yeah, what about those toys that you used to make? Right. Right. It's oh, just, it's very smart. Very I mean, smart. The best part about it's it is like, like this toy doesn't even want to. They're live. gonna make Forky toys and yeah. sell them for like forty bucks. <laughs> That's what we use for at, chili or yeah. soup <laughs> at, at Disney stores. And then, really, if you think about it, you can make it at home for like right. five cents. Yeah. It's so cute. You, see, you actually see Bonnie on underneath like the um what are the what did they use the what are they called i don't know you're the, the look, wooden some knobs right now <laughs> like the sandcastle thing <laughs> for the feet for the feet uh pipe cleaners no it's like the popsicle sticks popsicle sticks <laughs> yes. you, you were turning a lot of knobs Dude, i was just I like sure. the, i was like uh, i'm trying to tell us anthony was playing a game of charades with us yeah. right now <laughs> you're like, uh, three words yes uh, underneath four key yeah the feet for Forky is Popsicle Sticks. It says Bonnie. It's very oh, yeah, cute. That, oh, very, really cool. You know, Andy is just kind yeah, of kind yeah. of gives you memories, nostalgic. And I think, too, I think seeing Andy as well, like, that's almost what threw me off in the trailer world because you didn't see him once. We saw him twice. So yeah. I was, that's. I like, hope he shows up. I, I have a feeling he will he now. He gets to talk to them. Like, as if they're real? Like, how Yes, he finally sees oh, it. God. He finally. So play nice. That would be cool. That's um, One word for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood excited yeehaw that's two words though it's that hyphenated yeah it's hyphenated yeehaw. oh yeah i was i was gonna say about goddamn time but that's a lot of words <laughs> that's not one word man <laughs> how many what do you think is one word It'll, this movie looks what's cool your one word? what's your one word um happy <laughs> <laughs> so the same reaction i'm to sensing toy story a trend four. here guys the so toy story four and once upon a time on, on hollywood same film basically right this movie looks really cool. Oh, oh yeah. man! Like I think out of all, like Tarantino, his last movie was *Hateful Eight. Oh. Uh, before that was *Django. Yeah. Uh, but I think this movie feels more in the vein of like almost earlier two thousands. Yeah, it reminds me Tarantino. of Tarantino. Old Tarantino. Yeah, like, definitely. He, he looks young like Tarantino. He looks like he's having a good time. Young T's with the yeah. young, young T. Yeah, young Teasy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brad Pitt. Leo. Leo. Leo Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Who else you got in there? Sam Jackson's going to be in there somewhere. Somewhere. He'll do sure. a, a voiceover. Cast. Huge, huge cast. Yeah. It just looks fun. It reminds me, again, yes, of old Tarantino. And please do yourself a favor and watch this trailer because it looks really cool. Yeah. And, and it, it's a teaser. And it gives nothing away, too. Nothing like, away. I think this movie would be totally successful still if they show nothing else. I don't think they need to show anything else. I don't want to see anything else. Okay. But they have to. Of course they will. Yeah. <laughs> do we know the premise? Is this still the rumored Charles Manson? I think with their next door to the Manson murders during that, but it's like Brad Pitt plays Leo's um, stunt, stunt double. Yeah, but yeah, so like literally the trailer doesn't tell you what Nothing. the hell this movie's about. Right? Is that supposed all. to be? Is that supposed to be Bruce Lee in it? Yeah, yeah, Bruce, Bruce Lee's in the looks, trailer. He looks I like they got like he the got, perfect. They person got Bruce Lee. They got they got they Bruce reincarnated Lee. him. Yeah. Reincarnated him. Um, or brought him back. Him. The double dragon. It's just, it's just so. I funny. love how they he gets to like put all the favorite things he gets he loves. So there is some sort of cowboy connection. Yep. So western, and then there's Bruce Lee. So yep. there's kung fu, and then there's it's a combination of all his films. Yeah, and then there's that crime drama. Yeah, which yeah. kind of has fiction-y. pop fiction. Yeah. and I, I think just us. And no Nazis though. I think no, right? no, no we, don't well, we, don't we, don't we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. There is because yeah. Manson kind of remember he oh, yeah, the oh, Nazi symbol he did, in his head. Uh, the swastika. Yeah. Um, but I think just us being movie lovers, uh, this being taking place in Hollywood at the end of the golden age of like Hollywood as well, too, like in the late 60s, I think it's going to be really cool to see. Yeah. I'm a sucker for movies about movies. Yeah. So. So am I. So I think it's going to be really cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 
One sentence for John Wick Chapter Three. Sentence now. Yes. Oh my god! You know what? I'm going to change it to god, a sentence. I need a haiku about your feelings um, for John Wick. Yes, John Wick Chapter Three. Parabellum. You, you go first then, because I feel like I'm not prepared. The for movie a name itself is a sentence. I feel like John Wick Chapter Three. Parabellum. That's a long name. <laughs> yeah. What is what is a parabellum? Uh, I can search it for you. Sounds like, like a parable. Like your, yeah, like a parable. Not too sure. in, the, in the Bible. Um, my one sentence is. He's back. Okay. Okay. That's a nice short sentence. And I have a smile on my face, so I'm happy. <laughs> Colon, I'm close brackets. Happy he's back. Um, how but about you, Shay? What's yours? Mine is prepare for war. Okay. That's, that's actually what parabellum means in Latin. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Shay did, his, Shay and did I'm, the homework And I'm there. preparing for war because okay. this movie looks sick. Um, I think for myself, I would say... Keanu using a katana on a motorcycle. Oh, man. That's more of a description, I find, though. But it's a sentence, though, too, right? But it's not how you feel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how do I feel? I feel like Keanu on a motorcycle with a katana. Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Shoot. I don't know other any other way to say it. Guys. No, I'm so sorry. No, he he kills it, man. This trailer, literally, there's so it. many dead people in this. Just trailer. so so epic. Yeah, guns, knives. What style? Dogs. Dogs. Yeah. He's like, he has tactical dogs. <laughs> yeah. And um, Halle Berry. Yeah. And, it, and, and Halle Berry. And it's cool to see, uh, like, you know, earlier in the show, like, Asha wrote in about cinematography. This series has had such stunning, beautiful cinematography. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cinematographer for the second movie is coming back for this nice. one. So it's just, you know, this movie's going to have style. I'm here for it, man. So excited. So, so excited for it. What else we got on the trailer list? Uni- Unicorn Store. Yeah, did you guys see this trailer yet? No. Can we be honest with you? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Thank you for being honest. Do you know who's in it? What it's about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know who's okay. in it. Unicorn Store is a movie uh, directed by Brie Larson. Oh. Yeah, she's starring in it. Sam Jackson is starring is in it as well Netflix? too. Yes. So oh. this movie actually premiered at TIFF in 2017. Oh, I didn't recognize this poster. Yes. Okay. 2017. Yeah, 2017. It premiered at TIFF. Now I feel her being in Captain Marvel. It's kind of bumped up the priority of getting it released so netflix right. actually purchased it and now it's being released i think next week on netflix april 5th uh, um so yeah trailer it's super it feels like more of a trying to find your place in the world it's super colorful and yeah interesting looking um joan cusack's in it too joan cusack's in it as well too i'll check it out when it comes to netflix next week um it looks cool i mean it's it, yeah like i said it's a drama more coming of age trying to find your place in society type thing but right, right yeah right. Check out the trailer. It's very, it's very out. It feels like very much. It's very indie, but cool on her for making, uh, for directing a movie. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. her first. I'm down for first it. movie. Yeah, first movie. And you got cool. Sam Jackson in it. Cool. Yeah, I'll watch it on. Maybe they filmed it during the uh, breaks between uh, Captain Marvel. Maybe. Never in, in costume. In character. In costume. <laughs> um, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a Dora the Explorer movie. Dora. So this Dora is played by. It's the girl a, from Transformers. The girl from Transformers. Four, five? Five. five. Yeah, I'm blanking out. Do you mind grabbing a name? I, I don't mind grabbing a name, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have Dora the Explorer in the name. Isn't that, isn't that kind of strange? Like Isabella they, Monet. That's her. Ooh, she has a really nice name. Yeah. Isabella Monet. I'm, I'm adding the Monet part, but it's it's Moner. But I mean, in Spanish, I, I believe it's Monet. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, But yeah, did you, yeah. You, guys, you guys catch this trailer? Yes, I did. <laughs> what do you guys think? Trash. Wow. Sorry. It's okay. I don't know. Um, it's, it's what didn't it, you it like just, about it? It's just I don't know. Just the acting wasn't 
on point. It almost feels like a made-for-TV movie. I was with, just going to uh, say that. Yeah. With uh, production value. Yeah. With more production value, right? Did you guys see who's playing the voice of Boots, though? Yeah. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Oh, My yes. God. But they, they didn't have him ready for the trailer, I think. No, not at all. I don't think they had now. the CG ready for yeah, the trailer they either. Oh, CG ready. My God. It looks... So, it reminded me of, like, the the old days of when we used to see Nickelodeon films coming out. Like, you know, Big Fat Liar. All right. those films that were, like, coming out at that time. And it's like, we're not going back to that time right now. So why are you making this film? Yeah, I feel like, especially with Dora the Explorer, like, obviously, like, Dora, like, I feel like the, the peak of her popularity was maybe 10, 15 years ago. That's where, like, maybe, yeah. it was at the highest of its heights. I know she's yeah. still around today. Now we're today. like Peppa Pig. Like, you know, you yeah. need to catch Where's up. Where's the Peppa movie, you know? Yeah. Um, but it just it's just interesting like obviously have like to 3D the pig right yeah yeah 3D pig but um, like at the same time it's also like it's her in high school and like yeah, Diego's so like, her cousin right and, so it's more yeah. of a mature take of her like she's older Diego's her cousin yeah in the car- in the in the show as well too oh okay yeah cool. I mean it's it's funny we're talking about this because our topic of show is the yes, uh, animated yeah. right shows or movies to it's live just, action but there we go sometimes we get this is one we didn't ask for you know yeah. this is one we didn't ask for I guess yeah kids were asking for it. Uh, yeah. Last Blackman in San Francisco. Yeah, so we just watched this trailer right now, yeah. and it beautiful. it looks beautiful. Looks beautiful. Stunning yeah. movie. Like like if you check out the trailer, like it looks like a work of art. Like the yeah. it, it, it's just beautiful. The yeah. shots in this San Francisco in itself is a beautiful city. Yeah, but the director of this one best director at Sundance as well too. So I think this is one that we're going to be talking about a lot come award season next year, guys. Yeah. It looks honesty. it looks really really nice. Really, really nice. Yeah, beautiful shots. I'm really excited for it, too. Um, if you want to learn more about the director of it, I'm blanking on his name right now. I can probably look it up We're going to grab you. it up for you. Uh, he has a short film on Vi- uh, Vimeo called American Paradise. Don't want to give what it's away about. I don't want you guys to go in with any preconceived thoughts on it, but just check out American Paradise on Vimeo. Thank me later. Yeah, his name is Joe Talbot. There it is. Cool. And our last trailer of the week is Lucy in the Sky. Yeah, which we just watched as yeah, well. Yeah, we, we just watched, watched this one as well too, yeah. <laughs> so this this one you uh I had no I forgot this movie was being made. Like I I remember seeing a like a little tease of the trailer on Twitter last week. Yeah. And then when you brought it up again today for us, what a beautiful trailer. Yeah, yeah. really really cool. Another one that's like out of nowhere, surprise. Is this based on a, a real person this trailer? I don't think so. Okay, cuz it's it about It doesn't it doesn't say it didn't when I read up on it, it was just a story of this female astronaut that experiences some sort of life-changing event right uh, in space and then comes back to earth right. to kind of have almost like a mel- mental breakdown yeah because it looks sorts. like it, it almost looks like it's in the 50s does it not yes yeah so uh yeah it kind of had that yeah, look to it, it. john ham natalie portman yeah um yeah what a what a visually it looks stunning visually really cool how they do the movement and the transitions in that trailer so definitely check out that trailer if you haven't yet it's yeah. really really cool cool so what is out this week, guys? Oh my gosh, yeah. This this one's flying by. Like literally I saw I'm like, oh yeah, Dumbo's coming out in like in the end of March, and it is the end of March. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Damn. We're getting closer and closer to Endgame and yeah. those tickets hopefully. Where are the tickets, Cineplex? Please put me out of my misery. Uh, yeah, we have Dumbo that comes out this week, which is Tim Burton's obviously live action uh movie. Again. Again, a little it's subtle almost nod. like we planned it. It is almost like we planned it. It's almost it. like we planned it. Uh we got the Beach Bum coming out this week too, which that is the McConaughey looks- movie. So weird. Apparently, it's really good. Like, like they're giving praise to McConaughey. McConaughey. I mean, I think Snoop Dogg's in it as well too. I think Zac Efron's in it too. Zac Efron. It's, it's yeah. the same guy who's brought who brought Spring Breakers. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. 
I'm not surprised at that because they not feel very yeah. Harmony Korean. Yeah, Corin. He's the guy who did Kids for the '90s. Yeah, he did. Do, he's the writer for Kids. Yeah. Yeah. My God. So. Yeah, I don't know. It looks. It doesn't look like it's for me, but uh, maybe one day I'll watch. I'll it. give it a watch. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. good, man. Let yeah. us know how you think. Yeah. Please yeah. do. Yeah. Let us know on. I love the. I love the colors. Like That's what kind of grabs me for sure. The colors and it's it's really. Very colorful. It reminds me almost like this. Like if you told me that McConaughey shot this movie in like 2006, like before he had the McConaissance. McConaissance. Like, uh, the McConaissance. You know? are, you, are you coining that? Yeah, th- that's a that's in the dictionary for the movies McConaughey made before True Detective and Interstellar. Oh wow. Okay. Right. Um, it's it's it was the coming of age of yeah, Matthew McConaughey. You know, right? like it almost feels like an earlier 2000s movie. Yeah. So it looks it looks weird, and I hope it's a good time. But yeah. It, didn't. I hope it does well for him because sure. he hasn't had a real he, successful. Yeah, he's. It's been. Uh, we've been missing he's, him. He's been I think he quiet. needs to get into the comic book world. World. Well, I think he tried when he tried to go Dark into Tower. Dark Tower, but right. that was more of a, oh, yeah. the, a novel. But that just that was flop. Yeah. Listen, get out of the Lincoln and get, into a comic book movie. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that was Daniel with the plug. Thank <laughs> you. That was this time. Um, <laughs> and the last movie we have coming out this week is a Vigilante with Olivia Wilde. Yes. Is this the one that's directed by Olivia Wilde, or is she in? No, I think she's just in it. I think believe oh, okay. she's just in it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer for this. Yeah, so that's not too much this yeah, week. I think Dumbo is going to do extremely well. Yeah, um, it looks really like I'll be. I'll be honest. Like Tim Burton has a very distinct visual style, mm-hmm. but I'm actually excited for Dumbo. Like I, I was a big fan of the animated growing up. Scared the hell out of me with that trippy se- that trippy sequence in the movie. Um, but I hope. I think Tim Burton. Works for that style, so I think I think yeah, it has potential. Well, and Danny DeVito, like, Danny sign De- me up. Colin, Colin Farrell, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton. You know, yeah. I would. I uh, would. Thandie Newton's daughter. I'm blanking on her name, but okay. she's in it too. It looks else? exactly like her. Dumbo. Dumbo. Dumbo the <laughs> elephant and Dumbo the elephant's mom. Is Dumbo played by Andy Seacrest? A Seacrest? Seacrest? Is that Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest? Andy Seacrest did not play Dumbo in this. Oh. No, no, no. He okay. doesn't. He has. He has. I thought he plays all of them. That's why. I think he just did the motion capture for the trunk. In all honesty, oh. <laughs> I think just his hand. Just his. He hand. had just his hand. No in man, the he film. used his whole body. Man, he was oh, just. He was like wow. swimming like a dolphin. Trying he to got really him. into the character yeah. for the trunk. <laughs> I never watched. I mean, sorry, I lied. I, I did watch it as a kid. Uh, Dumbo the animated film. I never really got. Never got into it. I don't think I've ever watched Dumbo. No, nope. I've just, seen like it, this it, was weird. Yeah, me. it's I, a weird one for sure. It's a super weird movie. Really? Yeah, for yeah. a super I, weird I guy watch like Daniel. I'm into it. Sign me up. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, cool. What are we watching, guys? So what I did mean, we, we watch this? We week? discussed us already. Yeah. Uh, we also were lucky enough to go to the advanced screening of Shazam. Shazam! And for everyone whose speakers have I'm blown up, so now. sorry. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm looking at the audio levels on our. I know. I'm just looking at the recording. Literally, I feel so bad. my computer enough. is smoking right now. <laughs> window space. For there was the enough peak. window space. No. Uh, we saw Shazam yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I. I'll, go, I'll let you guys. I'll, I'll let Anthony first. start. Go, um, first. go first. Loved it. Okay. Funny movie. Yeah. Um, you sound so enthused yeah. by that. By loved it. Funny movie, yeah. but I hated it. Period. There was points where you know. I just I don't know. This, it wasn't working for you. It was I wasn't it wasn't working sure. for me. Um, CG was there, wasn't there? Right. Um, but I, overall, I would say this is probably my third favorite DC comic book movie. Sure. Man Ooh. of Steel being number first, one. Oh, first, and then Wonder Woman being second. Nice. Um, I thought Zachary Levi. Yes. Did a very good job as Shazam. 
yeah like playing the the grown-up or the man version of, of billy the batson right yeah um <laughs> that was the working title for the movie the man child the man child <laughs> um i thought uh do we do you know the kid's name freddie Asher. freeman's character? oh Fre- 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 the actor who played freddie freeman Oh man, it's like he's in a long name. Yeah, he was lie. an it. Yes, um, uh, we're gonna G- get the name. Jimon Hansu. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't him. That wasn't him. No, no. it was Jack Dylan Grazer. That's I thought he stole the show. He did really, really. He's so funny. He's really good. He did a really, really good job. Great comedic timing. And I think the thing, I, like like you were saying, Anthony, I think my favorite thing in this movie is that you just believe all these people like each other. Right. Like that. That their chemistry comes off the screen and. Obviously, we've been seeing all the marketing and everything for this movie as well, too, in the, in the last couple of weeks with them going city to city to city. They just look like they have a great time. And Zachary yeah. Levi just fits in so well. That's why his portrayal of Shazam, I think, stood out so much to me. Because I'm like, he's just yeah. having a good time I, here. Like, when I heard that he was going to play Shazam, I really didn't take this movie seriously. Me either. Neither 100%. I. I was like, uh, you know, Shazam is this amazing. He looks a very he's like powerful a, a character. He's like a god yeah, character, he's right? a god I'm like Zachary Levi. I don't know, and, and but that, he did it so well, like yeah. literally, just like the comics. He really blended into that yeah. role. Yeah, and and there's nothing against Zachary Levi. No, it's not. It's just like I've always known him from Chuck or from like from television. So to right. see him become a superhero, I'm like, that's what a like what a great job they did. Yeah. And David F. Sandberg, the director. Yes. Wow, like for yeah. for a eighty million or a ninety million dollar budget. They, which, is, which is again low budget. Which is yeah. low budget for a superhero film. And this movie is not effects driven. It's very story driven. Very story driven. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think for myself, the things that I wasn't too big of a fan of the movie, um, not his performance, but Mark Strong's character in general. I don't underutilized. Think, underutilized. I think they could have used him better. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it, it dragged a little bit in some areas. But man, I just like from beginning to end, though, I just had a great time with yeah. this movie. And it's this fun. The movies, it's so weird because it, it feels like this 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 family movie. Yeah. But then there's these parts in this in the in the movie that just are dark, are very very dark. Yeah. Very I think dark. it's just Sandberg coming in with his horror elements, man. Yeah. Like it's just there's some parts where it's just like, oh my god, like. And I think that's what works so well is that it's so light and fun. And then when those dark moments happen, it's like it's like a punch in the stomach when which almost highlights them more. Yeah. Right. And to me, it was extremely funny like i was laughing so hard yeah, this yeah you i heard your yeah, voice she was she was louder than the actual you heard movie my in the voice theater. yes yeah no. you're like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, like michael I... jackson laughing like, <laughs> uh, i'm like oh, well, here's the i issue. looked at daniel I'm like what is who, is this, this who invited this guy and then daniel is just like i want to watch dumbo <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for dumbo to yeah. come out Wish this is dumbo right now wow i'm so glad this turned on me by the way hey listen you're on the other side of this table. Okay? I am. Never I am. forget that. Yeah. I, I can stop one. this recording at yeah. any time, guys. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Like, this was hilarious. The, it, it, here's the thing. Warner Brothers didn't have as much faith in this film because you can tell they really pondered off to New Line to release the film. Right. Which I think they had, New Line had the rights to it as well, too. Right. But um, but I, I 100% yeah. I get where you're coming from. Right. And you can tell like it's just they just didn't have the faith with it. Yeah. So now this film's getting good buzz, good reviews. I think it's sitting at like what ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's I and I and I pray it does well because I want to see a sequel with a bigger budget. Oh, there's gonna be a sequel for sure. Yeah, I hope so, man. Sure. Honestly, like leaving the Film theater the yesterday. Again. Yeah, like, again, another one that you. It's the movie is set in Philadelphia, but my gosh, every scene of this movie, I'm just like, oh, been there, we've been yeah. there. I was literally in Woodbine Mall last week. Yeah. And I'm like, the, there's a moment 
in the movie that takes place there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just in this mall. Yeah, um, that was that was pretty cool to see Woodbine Mall. So we're at ninety, yeah, ninety five percent still with wow. fifty six reviews. That makes me so happy to see, man. Because honestly, like, this is another. This is two wins in a row now. Like Aquaman killed it at the box office. Yep. I think this movie it's going to do well in North America. It's going to make more than. But in uh, Asia, this movie's going to kill it because this oh. is basically like an anime come to life. Yeah. A kid getting powers turning into a god. That's right. This that's this movie's like going to destroy the uh, the blueprints of an anime movie. Yeah, like I much. think, and it just it's just a fun time. And honestly, like I know a movie is good is when my dad hasn't stopped talking about it. Like my dad Your has. Dad been, loved it. My dad has been talking about this movie. Your nonstop. dad's been brought up on this podcast so often. Yeah. I think we just need an episode with him on there. I think yeah. so. Just replace me. I'll, I'll work. Yeah, I'll, I'll work the easy guys. Don't agree so fast. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I was trying like, to yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I almost wanted to give you a couple more seconds of like, yeah, guys. Like, do, you got, do you want me to go get him? <laughs> yeah, like actually, Daniel, get up and yeah. go get him right now. Um, yeah, like he's been raving about this movie, and it's just we saw this with our friend and super fan of Shazam, Ali, as well too. Yeah, who friend of the show, and yeah. he loves he, like he loves Shazam. Yeah, and he was he was really happy with and pleased with it as well too. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for all of us in the theater, I just I think the volume was a bit too low in our theater. Yeah. So I don't know if this was an issue with just the mixing of the movie itself or just the theater being quiet. I think it's a theater. I think it's a theater. Yeah. Um, I think that theater is Because even the commercials in the beginning, yeah. like they were like, super quiet. Yeah, it was yeah, just like super it was, quiet. It wasn't like... Like it's almost like they forgot to turn on the surround yeah. sound for some moments. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure the lights would have been kept up if yeah. they didn't realize, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, like honestly, Shazam's coming out in two weeks. If you guys have the opportunity to go see it, go see it because it's a good time. Yeah. I, I recommend seeing yeah. it. Um, Daniel Ortega of The Slice as well, too. Wow, uh, his full name. Why yeah, just, his address <laughs> is... Daniel Ortega Rando. <laughs> yeah, uh, of the Slice podcast. He saw it as well, and he hasn't been as... He hasn't taken as much to the DC Universe's films, and he loved this movie as well, no, too. And so. we also... We don't like Daniel that much, either. Right. Oh, we, no, I'm talking about Daniel sitting in front of me Yeah, right not now. Ortega. Sorry, not Ortega, Ortega I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me, personally, is Shade. Not so much. Like. Yeah. Um, Shazam, yeah. what a time. Yeah. Have you guys been watching anything else this week? No. I watched Aquaman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Finally. I liked it. I liked it. Nice. Um... The 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 movie's beautiful. It yeah. really is. Like, it's it's crazy how they seeing... captured the water, like yeah. the underwater scenes and everything, and how they built it. Wow, yeah. stunning! It's a what a stark contrast as well too to watch Shazam, yeah. where it's like very much grounded in a city compared to like an underwater world Escapade. universe. Right. You know, um, anything else you watch this week? Yeah, um, no, that's it. No, I, I actually honestly didn't have much time to watch stuff, so Got I'm you. so sorry. Uh, uh, next time I'll watch more. Please do. Uh, <laughs> I watched the Andre the Giant documentary, which is on yep. HBO. Obviously, HBO makes great documentaries. Um, so good. I've seen only I've only seen bits and pieces of it before, but like I actually started beginning to end. And great documentary if you're remotely interested in Andre think, and the work he did. Yeah, I think if you're not, or it's it's a great story. It's going to make you care about him yeah. as a person. You know, it, he had, he lived a difficult life definitely yeah. very difficult the princess bride is one of my favorite movies as well too yeah. and he plays fezzik in that movie and it's great he's perfectly casted for mm-hmm. that role and mm-hmm. the the author of princess bride all actually wrote it with him in mind which i thought was really cool that's pretty awesome that's cool um i also watched a show on crave which is by vice um viceland who the producer of the show called the pizza show yeah i mean who would name a show that simply by the way yeah like the movie podcast the movie podcast the pizza show like come on guys like, what's it even about um and it literally, uh, it's just a simple show about a guy who goes city to city testing out the pizza and kind of learning about the people who make it and stuff like that. Is this why you bought pizza today? That's why I, bought pe- that's why I had pizza today. Because I literally watched the, the first six episodes of it. It's like 20 minutes an episode. Oh, I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I just 
bought pizza because I just I couldn't go after six minute. episodes. You definitely need pizza. Yeah, I, I think there was some, some subliminal mes- messaging in it because like I just went to go find pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. W- wasn't wasn't upset by it though. Yeah, yeah. cool. It was it was like, really a cool. If you have crave, check it out. Cool. Yeah, I do. So why don't we move on to the topic of the show? Excited. It's time. Cool. It is time. So in honor of live action, the, the live action remake of Dumbo hitting theaters this week, what are some other animated properties, be it a TV show or movie, that we would want to see have the live action treatment? Whew. And this is, this, is a, this is a tough uh, subject for me personally because... Well, You're a purist. Yeah, I'm a purist. I don't no, it's really, a good thing. It's a good thing. I don't really like... What do you mean Yeah, what do you mean by purists? I don't really like animated movies or animated shows, TV movies, whatever. Remade uh, live action, eh? Re- remade in any okay. form of live but action. But you are a fan of animation, though. I am a fan of Okay, good. Just, just wanted to make sure we the, the yes. listeners knew that. No, no, no. I am a fan of animation. I'm just not a fan of the live action remake of animation. Which is fair. I mean, like, yeah. we've we've discussed this a bunch, too. You know, we have The Lion King coming out. We have Aladdin coming out. Yep. Both movies from that renaissance period of Disney movies in the 90s. Yep. Uh, it's easy to kind of dismiss the live action version because it's like those movies were our childhood, right? Those yeah. are the movies that defined and who we were at that time of our lives 100%. right yeah. um so it's easy to kind of feel this way i mean dumbo is the next big one coming out i think it's been disney mostly doing these live action remakes yeah. um who wants to go first with their choice for one actually anthony because anthony's the most uh so uh, yeah knows. again it was a tough choice but i chose uh he probably the director probably would never ever like agree to it because <laughs> he is a purist too um Say it. Spirited Away. Okay. Oh, wow. They will the never Studio happen. Ghibli, but right? it would be cool. Studio Ghibli? St- uh, Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Um, Miyazaki? Miyazaki, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to see that in a live action. It would be cool to see it. I probably... Oh, man. It's hard, man. It's Honestly, so tough. Like, it's such a great animated movie. It's, like, it's I do one not of the ever... best ever made. And I think the fans of it, too, yeah. if that ever gets announced... I don't announced, think they'll ever... They'll, yeah. No. But those movies, like like you were saying, these movies are that movie specifically was made for animation. Yes. So like, almost doing it in live action would be a disservice to it. Yeah. Right. I was looking at like all the animated movies that came out, and I'm trying to find a movie that would make sense as a live action. You know, something that wasn't so. But you like you like Ghost in the Shell, though, right? I like Ghost in the Shell, and that was like like the like the Scarlett Johansson one yeah. you liked. Gotcha. Um, I liked it. Is it better than the original? The original, no. Right, no. no, no, no. I would still go to the the animation or the film, the animated g- film. Do you guys find? Are you like just a question I'm gonna throw out here? Do okay. you, are you guys able to separate the two? Like, because I know Anthony and I have discussed this in, in passing about with Lion King. Obviously, the Lion King from the '90s is quintessential, amazing. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Does this new one, even if it is amazing? Like, this generation of kids growing up, that's going to be their Lion King, right? So, like, do you, as as fans now, do you think you're able to separate the two? Let's say for some reason Aladdin or Lion King isn't that great. Do you think you'll be able to disassociate that and just recognize the animated one? Or are you able to kind of live with both existing? It's, it's hard to say because usually, like, if it makes an impact, like the Lion King or, or Spirited Away... It's it's hard to like not out, like look at that movie. That's like the first movie you would look at. Yeah. And 
a live action version of the it would have to be a completely different story. Yeah, see, it's uh, very similar to me. Like, I, I think the I think what you're trying to get, to, Anthony, is the investment that I have in the original. Like, if if the original Lion King is so important to me, then to make a, a remake of it, like it it's, it have to be a different story almost, or I don't know. Like, it, it's tough. It's very tough. Like, I I'm too invested in Aladdin. I'm too invested in Lion King. Like, here's the thing: movies like Cinderella that came out. It didn't. It didn't matter to me it, the the live action remake right. because it it was it, it was good. I enjoyed it, but it didn't matter at the end of the day for it, me. I would say like a movie that uh, an animated movie that has been forgotten might make sense as a live action. What's been forgotten though? Like Cinderella. Yeah, exactly. You know? so, yeah, like, again, it's been forgotten because for us, we we weren't as attached to it. And it came up. out so long ago in the fifties, right? Right. And right. Who, but it's also like quintessential disney like right. like that's when you think of cinderella everybody knows cinderella we're so story. detached from cinderella um, that if they remake it it's fine right and cinderella we think of as disney character but she's like from a folklore story there's thousands yeah. of tellings of, of cinderella Sarah right snow white, snow white and all of them right yeah um, Aladdin, technically yeah oh for sure for sure so it's it's interesting like i'm so excited my excitement for the lion king and for aladdin like that comes from my love of the originals right i agree so I'm hoping that also sets them to a higher expectation. So I'm going in with the expectations of what I have from my love of the originals. Right. So if it doesn't hit on any of those marks, it's easy for us to feel disappointed by it. Right. right? Um, so you have Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Um, um, beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. It would, definitely. It would be cool to see. I think I, I think it'd be cool to see. I don't know if we'll ever get I don't it. Think, I don't think so. Maybe down the road. But I don't. I can't see it happening. I, I doubt right it. Now. I doubt it. Yeah. Studio Ghibli is very protective of their very, very, as they like, and they're right. protective of the art form. Yes. Yeah. Of animation, so they're the only they're they're the only studio that's currently producing animated movies, still. like hand drawn animation. Yeah, hand drawn animation. Yeah. They're they're amazing of what yeah. what they do. Yeah. How about you, Shay? What uh, what's a franchise that you want to see get the live action treatment? I. I uh, shout out to Shane from the Slice because I, I was having this discussion with him today, and he kind of gave me some suggestions as well. I'm mostly focused on on TV shows that were animated and not so much um, movies. And it was it was mostly because I feel like all the ones that are already films, like I either don't want to see them as live action, or they're already been made or going to be made. And uh, I looked at a show like Gargoyles, which is Disney, right? And we've talked about this before, Daniel. Yeah, I I loved Gargoyles going up. Yeah. Um, that was the show. first thing you said to me when I met you, actually. Yeah, I was like, Gargoyles. And you're <laughs> like, like, dude, okay. uh, hi, nice, nice to meet you. Yeah. Gargoyles? Gargoyles? <laughs> Gargoyles. Uh, and you were like, stop talking to me, man. Um, but I, I grew up with it a lot. I have it at home, actually, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll watch it. And it was such a dark Disney show. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And a lot of those voice actors are still alive. I don't want them to do the live action version of it, though. <laughs> oh my but, gosh! <laughs> but like, like do the voices for these, you know, CG characters, yeah. or if they do like, I don't know, like suits on or whatever it is. But sure, it'd be really cool. I think you could have some great casting and a lot of fun stuff you'd see from there. The other parts of my list, I've got other shows like Animaniacs. I mean, again, yeah. you really can't do that live action. Yeah, it'd be a hard one to do for sure. It'd be Super. scary. I would say it would be it'd scary. It'd be very scary to do that live action. Sorry. <laughs> there was a there was that rumor about Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele pitching yeah. Disney on a, a live action Gargoyles. And I mean, I'm down for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think, I think director. Jordan Peele's a proven director at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. Um, actually, I was going to say about Gargoyles, Greg Weissman, who's the creator of the show, yeah. um, he's also created one of my favorite current animated shows, which is Young Justice, which is about... 
the younger superheroes in the DC universe, oh, wow, which that. is on the DC universe uh, streaming service right now. We're Teletoon here in Canada. Oh. Amazing, amazing show with such deep storyline. So I didn't watch Gargoyles as much growing up. Oh. But if it's anything like what you're saying, I, I it believe is. it because the way the stories are and everything like that are interconnected on the Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool to see. Yeah. That'd be really yeah. cool to see. Yeah. Uh, down my list. Um, first of all, I had Pokemon on there, but I know we're getting Detective Pikachu, which is huge to me. Like every day I see a trailer for Detective Pikachu and I'm like, I don't believe this is happening. This movie's happening. I thought I'd never get a live it, action it, Pokemon. It film. always looks like something like. Not to say the quality of the trailer, but like whenever you see fan a live action Pokemon, right? yeah, you think it's like a fan made movie on YouTube. Yeah, it's happening. It's crazy. It's we saw happening. the trailer in front of Shazam yesterday. Yeah, but yeah. I'd love to see like one following, you know, Ash Ash's story. That'd be cool. Um, I've also got reboot on there. I've got Street Sharks. I've got a reboot. Uh, sorry, Hold live on. action saying... version of Street Sharks. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh my! I think goodness. I think I think Street Sharks would be like a really cool, like campy, like you know how like The Rock does his films nowadays, right? Like he would be in this film. Oh he would play a God. Street Shark. He would play a Street Shark. What if we? 100%. What if we got like Dwayne Johnson, Stallone, Schwarzenegger? So the Expendables. Yeah, the Expendables, but, but, sharks. With, but sharks. That's that's There's what I want to see. There's a part in the Expendables where they turn into Street Sharks. I was it. it in the director's cut? Yes. Yeah. Ah, damn. damn, I must it's have missed it. I must have missed it. <laughs> what was your issue with reboot? No, no, I just I think that's amazing. Didn't like, they, didn't they, no, isn't there game. a live action reboot now though? Daniel Oh what? no no, the new version of the show yeah. has like live action elements, but I'm not talking about that. Okay, sorry. I'm talking about the OG reboot. Got you. Because like, I was gonna say I swear game. reboot was being remade it, something. It's been remade or like re released. I don't even know. Something, I don't watch something's that. Something's going on. I don't watch that garbage. Um I also have and I know it's going to be on your list. So How I'm not, dare you? I'm not going to say it. Okay. So I'm not going to say it because okay. I'll, I'll leave it for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have Bob's Burgers on there because I love that show. Okay, okay. And this one, uh, shout out to Shane for this one, Doug. Oh, my gosh. Doug. Doug. Dougie. Doug would be, I think, and obviously kind of teasing mine a little bit, Disney Plus has a really big opportunity here mm-hmm. to make some really cool stuff. Honda B. And I think if they, they have such an untapped well of potential from... The Disney Saturday mornings. Did you guys ever watch like the like the one Saturday morning on ABC? Yeah, kids. Yeah, no, not that yeah. actually. You didn't watch yeah. that? I, don't I remember that. that. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, illuminating television. Like it started like with the big thing Saturday mornings. Like that's what I watched every every Saturday yeah. morning, right? Uh, Doug was on that, and I I think yeah, Doug would be an awesome one to see. And I remember Doug had a film that came out as well in theaters. The Doug movie. The Doug movie. Yeah, Doug's yeah. first movie. Doug's first movie. You watched Doug as a kid? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched Doug. And that's, and that's it. And that's, that's all we'll say. That's all. Alrighty, that's all. I'm a man of few words. I'm happy. I like Doug. Happy. End of podcast. Um. Yeah. That's 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 a great that's list. That's a good list, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could have gone further and further, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'm getting carried away. And yeah. Do I really want all these done? No. But Gargoyles is one that even I'd love to. You direct. know, watching Shazam, some of those scenes in the movie yeah. with with the sins, it reminded me of Gargoyles. Gar- that's yeah, what de- I thought. It definitely of. did. That's oh, literally wow. what I thought. Whoa. Spooky. Very, cool. Very spooky. Spooky. Um, jumping over to my list. Okay. Well, we can end the podcast here, I think. <laughs> uh, jumping into my list. So, was the one that you were going to say that I was going to say Recess? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Recess. So, too. Recess is one of those shows. It was one of my favorite shows growing up. Yep. I think what that show did so well is it made us kind of. What that show did, it, how Recess felt to us growing up and what we think Recess was when we were in elementary school, I think that show encapsulates that so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think the cast with like TJ, Gretchen, Vince, Mikey, Spinelli, and Gus, like I think that's such a perfect cast of characters to be 
and in a live action movie or I, I would actually for myself I would love to see this as a, a show actually I agree and we, we've talked about this yeah. uh, almost every day can now. we direct to Disney please yeah and it, it, we keep thinking like oh yeah this kid would be great as TJ this kid would be great as you know King Bob yeah, I love so that we're just so like forth. scoping out child actors to, <laughs> to cast in our movie just for a recess film yeah. no other reason right yeah um, but yeah I love I, I absolutely uh, I absolutely adore recess and I think uh, it's one of those shows that was such, was so ahead of its time. Yeah. And I would love to see it get like a Disney Plus streaming uh, show, maybe eight episodes a season. Like maybe every episode is the like 40 minutes. Like it's a recess right. episode. Uh, I, I dressed up as TJ for Halloween a couple of years ago. Like I just, yeah, I, I remember love, that. that was I love, thanks. Man. I'm going to post it on Instagram so we, people could see it uh, and give me praise because I need internet points, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think like recess armor. would be such a, such a great show. Uh, to get done, and I think Disney Plus is a perfect place for it. Yeah. Now, um, Anthony, with the sorry, the last time you mentioned your age, you said you know we're too young for you. Is a yeah. recess a show you watched yeah. as a child? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening, Anthony's guys, still ladies and gentlemen. Guys. He's still yeah. happy. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> what year was that? Uh, Ninety-eight, I think. Ninety-eight. Yeah. It yeah, started I was still premiering. Watching it. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, even even with myself, like we, I watch it whenever it was on Saturday mornings, but I continuously I watched like, it so. to it this had, day. You know? I remember like it had like some. We'll say like teenage for type sure. of tone to it. So I think I was I was around twelve yeah. at that time. There was there was a lot um, like Disney at that time was making some really cool stuff. You know, yeah. like Weekenders as well too. I think is yeah. another show that would be awesome. No, no that's, did you, that's, you, that's past no. time. But, oh, you didn't watch it or no. you don't like it? Weekenders, I've never seen. Okay, I don't no, even sorry. know about. Okay, no worries. Like, do you guys know Bobby's World? Yeah, yeah, I huh? love Bobby's okay. World. How do you mean the cat? Who did you say? Eek the cat. Eek the cat. No, I don't know that one. You don't know Eek the cat. What about Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah, great one. Yeah. I watched that too. Okay, uh, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> our guy Bob is another yeah, one. Bob is hey, all I loved. Yeah, but what else? How you, how you Mandel with his nice Jerry curls? Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there, there's so much, and I think uh, like we were saying, like Disney Plus is I think will be really cool to have these shows coming out. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't say this one, Shay. I'm surprised you didn't say the Iron Giant. Oh yeah, so that was on my list initially, um, but I thought about it some more, and I'm like, it's such a good animated film, yeah. Brad Bird. He did such an amazing job with yep. that. Let's just leave that one alone. Okay, that's fair. I respect that. It respect it, that. it makes sense in a live action. It does. It make does. So yeah. Much I think, fun. especially the setting of the film yeah. to the fifties. And we saw yeah. we saw it a little bit in uh, Ready Player One, right? We, did, we saw yeah. the giants in there, and that was really cool. And that to me was like that's the satisfaction. That's I enough. Got. That's yeah. that's the homage to it. We I'm don't need good, anything you know? else. Oh, they'll probably do it though. They'll, they'll probably, they'll still probably do, it. do it. Yeah. Um, and just the last one I'm going to say, which I'm surprised hasn't been announced yet, or kind of has been but not, the Little Mermaid. Um, it, so so there was one that was announced, yes. but it wasn't by Disney. No, it was right. by Universal. Yeah, and it was, was Chloe Grace Chloe Moretz. Grace Moretz yeah, but I think she's backed out of that since then. I think they've scrapped that all together. Um, really. So I'm surprised. Like you know, Little Mermaid kind of was at the beginning of that Disney Renaissance period. Yeah, uh, with an- their animated films in the late '80s and '90s. Yeah. So I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but I could totally see it happening, especially with. How well Aquaman did yeah. with the underwater technology. Now with Avatar coming out with the underwater worlds of Pandora and everything like that. So, I think it's possible. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear an announcement soon. I think Disney's right now just kind of slowing it down. I mean, sure. Mulan's coming out next year. I think right. Yeah, and then what's left from the '90s? Pocahontas. Pocahontas. That, that hasn't been done. And Hercules. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan Her- and Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Hercules. Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, there's there's one more. The Rescuers uh, Down Under. The re- oh, no, that's a great uh, movie. It is a fantastic movie. 
Oh, Atlantis. Atlantis. But Atlantis was Lady early two thousand. Yeah, Lady in the Tramp. Lady in the Tramp, right? Yeah. yeah. The Aristocats. Aristocats. Yeah, but I think I think. Do you guys think we'll eventually see all of these remade? I hundred percent think so. Really? Snow White. Snow White. Yeah, I don't we, know if in we, our lifetime, but we will definitely see them. Exactly. We've seen Snow White though, like in and different iterations. Yeah, and di- like that. But uh, not Disney Snow White. No, I not Disney, Disney Snow didn't make money off of it. And we technically, we technically so, haven't right. seen Sleeping Beauty either because we've seen yeah, Maleficent. Right. But we haven't seen Sleeping. And now the sequel is coming out. Yeah, Sleeping um, Maleficent to uh, still 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 Maleficent. still uh, evil. Still malicious, yeah. I believe. Too evil. She's not too. evil. No, she's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know the Maleficent defender. Yeah, yeah. give uh, her a break, guys. <laughs> I mean, Anthony's. Ha- uh, He's happy. <laughs> Hogwarts house is Slytherin, so it makes That's sense. True. Hey, but true. I'm pretty. Slither- <laughs> I'm pretty Slytherin too. I won't. We lie. all are at points of our life. I think you're more of a Hufflepuff. Yeah. How no, dare how, I. get get out of my how house. How dare no, I? Gryffindor, Gryffindor all the way. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> uh, you like to think that, but oh, oh give me the Sorting Hat and I will show you. It, before it even touches your head, it'll be like Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in this school? <laughs> it would be like you're not even a wizard. Yeah, like, how'd you <laughs> Why get are you here? You're a mudblood. Whoa. <laughs> This, and then, this show's explicit. No, the, the sorting hat's <laughs> going to get taken down. <laughs> hey, what's the, what's the, the, the spell that... Avada Kedavra? Yeah, oh. right away. Dang. So the, wait, the, the Avra... sorting hat... Is Avril Lavigne? <laughs> Avril Lavigne, Daniel. <laughs> out of the podcast. Wow. He, so you're telling me the sorting hat would kill Daniel right away? He doesn't even have a... No, a wild, I would because I'm Slytherin. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> you're Okay. Out. So you're killing Daniel. That's a, oh. That made a lot, more, at the that table, makes a lot more sense. He'd walk to the hat yeah. before the hat even chose yeah. whatever <laughs> group I you're like in. I Anthony's about to like show us the back of his head right now in Voldemort's there. I can see a Anthony. star just like appearing. <laughs> Don't give him our plans. <laughs> he lies. <laughs> Nagini. Dinner. <laughs> oh, man. Do we miss any? Do we have any other animated ones in our back pockets that we wanted to uh, call out? And- well, I mentioned... Um, I don't know if it was last week, but Akira. Akira. Right? Yeah. That's becoming alive. Yeah, Taika Waititi, the director of Thor Ragnarok. I don't want that Apparently, to be he's a live action film. You don't want him the director? No, just I just don't want, want Akira to be a live action film. Because Akira is like, it is it's, essentially. Yeah. It's it's, been, I would say it's what it is the greatest animated movie yeah. ever made. It's so, it's there's been so many. I literally was just watching a YouTube video about this a couple days ago. Of all the shots in Akira of sliding on the motorcycle. Oh my gosh. Of all the movies that have used that, like yeah. as from inspiration from that. And I wanted to mention it for like cinematography, but there's not, there's no one to actually. It's still a bunch of animators. Yeah. Because yeah, the cinematography in Akira is absolutely beautiful. When you watch it, you, you don't even think this movie was made in 1988. No. Crazy. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like the colors, the angles, the, it was, sh- it was um, filmed in 24 frames. Wow, that's really cool. That's Which is, pretty amazing. I don't even know like how they did. They have they would have to think of like how many animated cells to make it into twenty four. So cool! It's so but cool. This man. was so ahead of its time. It had a ten million dollar budget. That's which crazy. Was, but I just I can't see this movie in live so action. Were you were you was there like a happy surprise when you saw the bike in Ready Player One? Or were you it was like, cool, whatever? but it was I would I would rather have Akira restored in four K and Dolby Vision so I can see it on my screen at home then have and something in, in, new made in, in, instead of something because it's that it's a cyberpunk that can only be done with animation sure you just just, you just can't make it into because then you're just you're faking it with 3d animation right and you right? And, and i think exactly what you're saying is how i feel a lot about you know we we have this topic but we're also very protective of these of these properties right like 
going back to recess, there's such charm that's brought in the way it's animated. It's part of the storytelling, yeah. right? And you lose that a little bit when it's a live action because when you're an animator, you at least have control of everything you're seeing. Yeah. And that's a lot harder to do in the live action setting, right? You you have a 3D space now that you're working in. And it's hard when you're when you're translating something, especially from a 2D animation to a 3D world with real characters and real backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. So yep. that's and you you lose you lose that I think that that charm and that really focused ability that animation brings, right? Yeah, I agree. I don't the think, lost art. Yeah, and, and literally... I don't and I don't see it as something where animation is separate from movies. You know, like animated movies and movies, live action films, live action. Like, I don't see them as separate. No. ways of storytelling. They're they are they're both movies. Yeah, you know, it shouldn't have to be separate. So here's the thing. Would you rather see a 3D hyper-realism animated movie or right. a live action? Does that mean like, you're talking about like spirits within like Final Fantasy? Type of thing where it has like... Like, like Blur, like Blur. Tech, yeah, blur. Tim Miller's yeah. Uh, blur, blur, blur. Yeah, who does all like the blur. animations for like the Halo games. And, yeah, yeah. Right. Would you, I don't know. Which is what, sorry? A live action. Would you rather have that type of movie than a live action? Because I, I think that type of movie could do well with a lot of the storytelling yeah. that are in comics that you can't really show. Like you can't, you can't, you can't make it, that work, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing. I think that's what made the first Deadpool movie so that's cool. I was just going to say a great Be- example of that. Because that. It, it feels like that, right? Like we've discussed before, like the, the, the animations for the Arkham Knight games, like stunning. Um, but I also think that animation could be used like in tandem with live action storytelling. Look what Tarantino did with Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. There's a whole what is it five six minute mm-hmm. animated Look at Rod- sequence. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Oh, right? I love that movie. You know Where they just tie the two together. So or like, Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we're getting Space Jam two next year. I mean, hopefully. Maybe. I mean, we don't know. Uh, LeBron has but like, to it's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, pick the, up on the Lakers. Yeah, right? I know. Seriously. Well, I mean, he's they're out of the playoffs, so <laughs> right? they, Today he has time to film it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so much you could do with animation. So even though we are kind of proposing our ideas here, I think. We are huge fans of animation, so as long as the material is respected, I think I'm okay with these things exist- existing, right? Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, exactly that point where you where you talk about Deadpool. I mean, that film happened because of that CG animated version, and that CG animated version of the film is pretty identical to what we saw. Yeah, so, that sequence in the movie. Yeah, sure. uh, granted, those are very expensive to make, so I don't think they're very realistic to have. But for sure. If the budget worked, I'd be so down for some movies like that. Totally, 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 totally. I think if if there's gonna be, I know they're expensive because it, it's all it's all CG, um, but I think I think if anyone were to do it, I would give you know Disney. The option through Disney Plus to create a really cool hyper realism Marvel story. That'd be great. It'd be really cool. You know, they like Sony did a really good job with Spider Verse. Yeah. And that's oh, like yeah. a combination of animation and 3D animation. Right. I mean, if it's unique, then I'm all for it. As long, I think at the end of the day, we just look for a good story, whether it is an animation or, or live action. If it's a remake, if it's a good movie, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah. You know? Cool. Yeah. Cool. That was a fun topic. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Topic. Yeah, for sure. Again, if you guys have a topic for us to, or have an idea for a topic, please head over to 
uh, this time with dot com slash talk. Yes, Yay. yes. We were, like Shane and I were holding our breath right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, send them on into us. Yeah. We love that we love answering the questions. So if you questions, have more of those topics, send them into us. Um, but yeah, that that will wrap up today's show. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.